Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joycast. I am hitching a ride on the train this week. Uh, yeah, we picked up a vagabond. Pretty sick. Doing some sightseeing. I don't like I it. Was, I, I don't trust I always uh, imagined we were like on some kind of tram or some bullet train, so it's like I never thought we would have a vagabond in here. Like She literally has like the 1920s stick and handkerchief little back satchel there. It was pretty cute. We had to like pick a her up. katana. She looks kind of like yeah. She uses instead of a stick, she uses a katana, but also has the handkerchief with her cheese that she carries with her. My cheese. And She's my got course. that one breast tied down with like bandages. Clearly a battle-hardened warrior. Clearly battle-hardened. Hell yeah. Almost like basically threatened to slice the train in half. That's why we let her in. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I got my favorite peeps in here this week. Um, so we're, this is just going to be a hangout week. We're going to react to some news that by the time this episode releases, we're recording in the middle of our vacation right now. So this is like two weeks in the past. So a lot of this news is going to be out of date, but it is very much worth reacting to. Besides that, Steen is going to bring her thoughts on My Hero Vigilantes. She's catching up on that as well as One Piece. We're going to update for her on that as well. And then in between then, we're going to talk about the brand new manga, Ruri Dragon. Uh, this week's My Hero Academia 356. So that'll really mm. date us. As well as <laughs> One Piece 1053. So let's start with the news. And unfortunately, we need to begin on a bummer, folks. Mm. Um, as the time that we are recording this, Billy Kamitz has just passed away. We mm -hmm. knew this was coming. We're not here to speculate as to why this happened so quickly. He announced a month ago that he was suffering from stage four colorectal cancer. And was it only a month ago? It was only a month ago. And that's where I go, wow. How fast between point A and point B? That was fast. Wow. And I don't want to talk Ooh. about the details that I know. I don't want to speculate to why that happened so quickly, but it happened very quickly after he announced that. And he is now gone. And those who don't know who Billy Kamitz is, he's kind of in our age group. He's, he's, he's just the generation ahead of us for voice acting. <laughs> Billy is Naofumi in Rising of the Shield Hero. I thought... Best boy I, Ferdinand. Best boy Ferdinand. That's how me and Val love him most as. Um, yeah. But yeah, but basically, like, we knew it was coming because Matt Mercer was the first to spill. He didn't say in detail, but we're like... Matt, you know Billy, so we know this is we know the news is coming. Well, there's no speculation yeah. to be had. Like people are talking about, it was such a quick, you know, a quick announcement to the. Yeah, but it was. B. This was like two days before. He wouldn't tell us unless like he thought it was over. You know. But it was two. It was two days before, and Matt's like, "Hey, hug your loved ones. You never know when they're gonna go." And I'm like, right. "Matt," because I mean, I mean, everyone goes, "Oh, who died?" And then the rest of her like, "Fuck, we know." <laughs> shit mm. and then two days later they got the obituary yeah. um yeah i mean it's just so why why i bringing up because a couple episodes ago we talked about voice acting we we gave our our brief update yeah. where the where the current state of vo is because we were in this very exciting time about remote recording and now that feels threatened but we said before no it's not there the opportunities are still there but what I want to talk about, another pro tip besides having a wide range of opportunities, like not just focusing on anime, but the type of voice actor you should be. Billy is the voice actor you should be. Because he before anyone ever brings up the roles he was in and the work that he did, 
He was always just that guy. No one ever had a bad thing to say about Billy. When he, wait, the fact that we are all so devastated about his passing is no one's even worried about the roles, the shoes that he has left to fill. It's the fact that Billy was just that guy. He was always there. I didn't know him personally, but lots of people that I know knew him very well. He was there. Basically, he was like the mayor of the freaking Burbank LA scene. When you moved to, when you moved there, you're brand new and you moved there, Billy was the one putting your booth together. Alright, he was there, he was always humble, he was just the nicest motherfucker. And so, take a pro tip from Billy's page, man. Just be the nicest guy. Be a good human. Be a good, be supportive. Lift your coworkers up, man. Don't try and be a competitive asshole and bring other people down. Like, there's room for everyone in the community. Make that real for everyone. And that was the, that was the principle that Billy always went under. He was mm -hmm. so supportive of everyone. Like I said, he was... He was freaking putting people's booths together. He was welcoming people in town. He was fucking awesome. Friendly neighborhood Billy, man. No, it's really a shame. Um, I mean, I'm gonna miss his voice work a lot because he was, he, he was a lot more people than like you'd think. Like, obviously, Ferdinand. I immediately knew that. Um, Josuke. He was Josuke, yeah. Absolute Josuke. His absolute like you know. He was in. He role, was in Promare. Most renowned. Yeah, he was Gallo. He was Gallo. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I never watched Promare. Didn't watch it, honestly. I watched both. I, I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I really I'll like be, it. I'll, I'll be honest with you, tr Trigger, since Kill the Kill, I've, I've not been, like, into a single I agree. I agree stuff. Trigger is a shadow of its former self, but I would say everyone watched the uh, Star Wars Visions short that they did. Oh, hell yeah. The two Jedi, the twins. That is classic Trigger. Oh, no, yeah. Th that was actually fucking fun. Yeah, mm -hmm. but otherwise, yes, Trigger has kind of been like a backup. They've been kind of like acting like a backup studio. They're kind of like covering other people's bases. And then when they do something, stylistically, like um, the last thing I notable series they had was BNA, Brand New Animal, which had a really strong pilot, but then proceeds to be kind of mid. I hate to use that word, but that's what the kids are saying. I mean, Matt, if it's mid, it's mid. Just like, yeah, if it's mid, it's mid. It's cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Billy. Man, we fucking love you. I I'm curious about like what breadth of work he was he has done that hasn't released yet. Yeah, the latest role mm. on BTVA that we have so far. Uh, his latest role on here is Jerome Lazmi. I believe that's how you say it in Triangle Strategy. Yeah. Um, so I would assume video games. I think Billy was. Yeah. I think when Billy was really at it, he was at video games. So. I guess I I, I I wouldn't be surprised if you're here you're hearing him three years from now in something. <laughs> that's the that's the crazy thing about voiceovers. Yeah. Like those NDAs, um, man. Yeah, those NDAs and frankly, all the, it, it surprises people. Um I'm still waiting on loads of things to come out that I've voiced in. Yep. And it's, that's the game. And it's uh, Yeah, it, it is. You gotta like keep it quiet, keep it hush. Um it's quite nice, though. Uh, he is, like, number one trending this week on BTVA. Of course. Sure. Uh, of course. <laughs> but for real, rest in peace, Billy. Yeah. Let the voice of love take you higher. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, next on our news slot. Um, so we were speculating about a Dr. One-Shot on the way. Um, and they still have not given us the details because we weren't sure if it was to be related to the Ryusui OVA. But it's now confirmed to be a new... They said new Dr. Stone one-shot by Inagaki. So we don't, we're assuming it comes out in July next month. Okay. So we're, we're okay. getting some new Dr. Stone content. Sweet. Followed by the Ryusui OVA, 
We know this special has been on the way for a while. We just didn't know if it was like a 10 minute short or something. But according to announcements now, it is a full on OVA. We still don't know the length. We know it's at least a half hour. It might be longer because it seems that they're going to dedicate this entirely to the, 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 um, the new Japan domestication arc. Which is the arc where nice. they resurrect Risui and they build an oil economy. Mm-hmm. An oil, an economy based on the promise of oil, which I think is hilarious. I, one of my fa- you, you, you said you brought this up to me. It's one of my favorite like, arcs. You brought this up to me like on the break. I remember, and uh, I think we can both agree, Ivan. Isn't this what they should have done with the uh, student? Uh, what was it? The arc, the Endeavor Agency arc. This is what they should have done with the Endeavor Agency arc in My Hero Academia. I am surprised that Bones actually still make like these weird, non-canon. In my opinion, waste of time OVAs. Uh, because basically they have an episode order that they need to fulfill. And they have deals. Uh. It's all deals. Like, they have a contract and Toho goes, you have to make this much. You decide what that is. And they go, oh, fuck. We're not really writers. We're going to bring someone in who's writing for, like, freaking pop idols and shit. And you're going to fucking give us an OVA. And (laughs) and it's going to be about... Endeavor visits the dentist, and and then they recap about season two. <laughs> back yeah. when it, the anime was good, um, but no, but the, but yeah, those two OVAs are um, there's one where they're fighting a silly villain during the Endeavor's Endeavor Agency arc, and then the second OVA is a baseball, uh, filler, which I'm not gonna play. Baseball filler in Shonen is always funny. Yeah, I, I, I love guess it. That's, that's a guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. I just don't like filler in general. No, no. I'm the the only baseball thing I can honestly remember really enjoying. Wait, there's a record sevens football. Yeah, that counts. I enjoyed a record sevens football one. Anyway, if it's a sport, if, it, if it's just a character play a sport Shampoo. that they normally don't play, it counts. Yeah, yeah. So record seven. Yeah, there's like an entire filler. A single episode of filler where the main characters all like. I'm really good at fucking good at football. I can't wait to show my girlfriend, because they only get together halfway through the series, how good I am at fucking football. But he's kind of shit compared to, like, some of them. And he's, like, a massive ball hog and being a shit, and he has to learn the meaning of teamwork. Yeah, so they're, they're, and that's why I like those. And his girlfriend and him, like, assault a man. I mean, what's better than a, <laughs> but what's better than any kind of anime that's not a sports anime, and you put it into sports anime? Sports anime is incredible. So it's like, it's, it's Peter, so yeah. like, the fact that you put a solid shonen, and then you thrust it into sports. I mean, it's like peanut butter and jelly, baby. It's peanut butter and chocolate. I mean, all right. Are you, are you going to watch Blue Lock when that comes out? Now, that's just a straight up sports uh, anime. And I'll be honest, I'm not high on Blue Lock. I, I like sports anime, but it's just like it. There's nothing about it that adds anything new for me that I can't find elsewhere. Exactly. Know? Like it was interesting. The and pilot is interesting. Keep up with. The pilot is interesting because mm. it's a. The, the the main character is tempted by the fact of basically there's a pressure to not be power of teamwork and not power of friendship. This is a cutthroat uh, game he is thrown into. Yeah. People who don't know what Blue Lock is, uh, in short, it's about all the best young soccer talent in the country of Japan are thrown into a prison, oh. and they are and they have to compete against each other in order to form Japan's next national soccer team to win the World Cup. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. The pilot is fucking great. It, 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 I say it's hilarious. It actually takes itself very seriously. The art is good, but it never in the pilot. Again, everything is good in the pilot, but then everything after that really doesn't hold up. I know a lot of Blue Lock fans are going to fucking put me at the stake for that, 
But honestly, there is so much shown in out right now, and that Fuck one just Lock. doesn't. Watch Tomodachi game instead. <laughs> <laughs> I, me and Steena, our guilty pleasure right now is Tomodachi game. I was gonna say I literally see it every time that I'm like a bit Steena so or not. It looks so stupid. It looks so dumb. And I said, Steena, we will never get past episode two. And like, we are give it a chance. And we uh, we uh, we are just hooked on it. It's it's the most basic death game you would think of. But it's so good at just locking your attention. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just. Well, it's, it's all about breaking down the the tropes of friendship. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, it's like that again. Um, but it's yeah, it's like an anti power of friendship, but still power of friendship type thing. Like it, it, the the, the, the and guy. It's so yeah. gay. Yeah, and it gets very gay. But again, it's very um baity though. Mm -hmm. It's very baity in every regard. Like it's it's the most seasonal fodder I can think of, but it's the best seasonal fodder has to offer. And the manga is still running, so there's a chance we get more of it. Yeah, if it does very well, and I think it's doing very well. Yeah, I. Back I was to sports say, anime I a minute. So. It, if if gun to your head, if you were to watch a sports anime. What sport would it be about? Don't fucking put a gun to my head. That's so rude. That's that's no, aggressive. That's aggressive and gun, toxic. Gun to your head. You, you can't have, have guns question. on the train. Yeah, but you can bring you your you can bring your sword. You have a yeah. <laughs> you have a katana. That's not well, fair. Well, yeah, because you can block a sword. You can't block a bullet, <laughs> motherfucker. Okay, but no, you, you but, just no, haven't so, tried hard so enough. So Val, you ask what sports anime I want. My sports anime has already been made. It's Hajime no Ippo, the fighting. Well, lucky you. I'm still waiting. Yeah, so Cena, what's what are you waiting for, Cena? I'm waiting on a good climbing anime, because climbing girls was fluff, you know? It was seasonal fodder, it but was it wasn't seasonal fodder. I want a good climbing anime. I don't but want you wa team wait, but did you watch Japan it? Will never did you watch it. all of Climbing Girls, Cena? I watched the first like three episodes of Climbing Girls. Okay. Then we went back I'm to watch it. You said at the start. You said at the start. I wouldn't watch a sport. I'm like, you bitch, did you I watch loved, Climbing Girls? I Cena, did answer. love um Yuri on Ice. That's the only sports anime I think I've ever like watched and okay, enjoyed start to finish. Yuri on Ice is another one of those Solo that has sports for me. Yeah. You know, I just like them. Yuri on Ice has an, one of the greatest like like across televised media. I think Yuri on Ice is one of the mm -hmm. greatest pilots of all time. Yes. And it just and then it goes downhill <laughs> from there. It just rides the momentum of a very strong pilot, and it ends at mid. It starts off phenomenal and ends on mid. It ends at a point where I'm loved, like, like, you I thought need everyone loved the gay kiss. Well, the gay. The Everyone gay like went mad over kiss. the gay kiss. Like we're still waiting on that movie. They never made that yeah, movie. Yeah, they were supposed to do a movie. I'm like, if you're not giving us a second season, I think they this did needs make the movie. movie I think you just didn't hear. It may it may have just I'm never came out of Japan. They, Wait, what? they made an OVA. They made a quick like five minute short that was gay baby as fuck. But otherwise, I need to know because I can watch. Is it, it Yuri on Ice Adolescence? Yuri on Oh, you know what? Ice. They definitely announced something, didn't they? Because it was about young Yuri. Oh, yeah. Yuri on Ice, the movie Adolescence. But young is this Victor. Is going to continue anything? Yeah, it came out. Because it was an origin story for Victor. Yeah, so... When did it come out? Let's see. Not aired uh... yet. It hasn't come out yet. Yeah, so... Oh, okay. So we'll see in another anything. three years. Yeah. Never. <laughs> no, fuck me then. I thought it came out. No. I got a sword. But when it gets here, it. you know I'm going to be Yeah, I, as soon it. as you said adolescence, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Victor's origin story movie. Yeah. I remember now. They yeah. did. They had a trailer. Steena, Steena. So you want rock climbing. Ivan, Yeah. what would you watch besides boxing? Well, I was going to say, me I, say I hate me megaloboxing, one, but I love megaloboxing, two. I, I, yeah, I'm aware of that. I'm aware of that. So what, besides if you that, had to watch sport that wasn't boxing. boxing. What would you watch? Ah, oh, fuck! Cause they, again, they gave me Ice Shield Twenty One. Um, I, I like tennis, but uh, my answer, my answer is cheating because it's just another form of fucking fighting. I'd go for fencing. 
Fencing. How is there cool. not a fencing anime right yeah, now? That would be that would be so manga. cheap to make. I don't think there's an anime. But no, no, no. I have an answer though for you because guess what? It's being made, motherfucker. The writer of Golden Kamui is making a hockey manga. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah, I yeah, do yeah. Be yeah. Me I, some it's, hockey. You said that I was like, of course, it's fucking hockey. Yep. That'd be I, sick. You lived in Canada for a while, didn't you? I, I didn't live in Canada, but I used to jump between there like when We're i was in, in south when I, canada i so. well, I'm, well, yeah we, we basically i basically live in south canada i live in dirty canada the canada annex <laughs> yeah um but so i can but i would go to actual canada like on weekends when i was a kid like it's mm. it's not far away like literally steve and i went to the park the other day and we could literally see the coast of canada from like across our beach yep we're that can we're you, that close to earl? canada is oh waving at you from no there? i can no, he's see in earl from my south canada corner of the world yeah See, uh, Earl, Earl's in the Couve. We're in the um, we're in the freaking uh, South Detroit Windsor area. Mm. So we're closer. We're closer to I Toronto. Know. I miss Earl too. Ontario. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. What other news do we have? What other news do we have? A Trigun sequel? Stampede. Stampede. So <laughs> congratulations, and everyone's about to start hating anime soon. We are now entering the era of the legacy sequels in anime. Isn't it exciting? Yeah. Yeah. No more new anime. No more new manga. Let's As just if make we sequels. Already completely screwed. Well, uh, we've been. Yeah, like, Stina is absolutely right. We've been there for a while. There is um sorceress stabber mm -hmm. orphan bastard. remakes and shit. Bastard in the making. Yeah, I don't want that. Yes, bastard. I don't want that at all. They just released the trailer. Um, I actually want bastard because bastard is like all heavy bleach metal. Bleach coming soon. Crazy shit. New arc. I don't give a shit about bleach. No one gives a shit about bleach. Even though people go, bleach was the original big three. I'm like, who the fuck still talks about bleach besides you, Val? Who the fuck says big three anymore? No one says Big 3 I'm anymore. so tired they, of that. They, they say Big 3 all the time, and they always keep putting My Horkadamia in there. I'm and like, there's always the fuck discourse up. about... Just because you're know. right, just because you're right doesn't mean it's a good thing. It means we're very bereft for options. Just because you're right doesn't mean well, anyone gives a shit. You know? All that matters <laughs> is that one piece is still there 20 years later. Yep. There's no Big Pretty 3. Much. There's a big one. Fuck off. It's called One Piece. Pretty. I mean, well, if we, well, here's the annoying thing about the Big 3 thing. Because, like, the only thing we knew about in the West was Shonen Jump, pretty much. At least, like, normal people who weren't, like, you yeah, know... Yeah, but guess what, Val? Because people still shit. only know about Shonen Jump. Our podcast primarily is about Shonen Jump. Yeah. Because it's still the monopoly on the whole yeah. thing. I fucking... Let me, let me go into goblin mode. I fucking hate when people just go, eh, why aren't there any more manga about, like, people in college or adults? It's because you don't fucking... Read. You don't read Seinen, motherfucker. Seinen. Why, why uh, aren't there more anime about magical girls, though? Oh, they are, it's just that pop idol anime fucking, like, circumvented it. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, it's been dead since 2010. Have you read a, ever read a, I think it ended a little while ago, Magical huh. Girl Apocalypse or something? No, I, so here's, okay, quick, quick sidetrack. I know we're getting a little off track here, but it's I'll be fine. quick. We've always been, that's so, show in so general. So here's the yeah. problem I have with quote Stina, unquote. you edit our podcast. You, yes, you yes, know I can, I can. off track we get. <laughs> it's true. So You're in it now. Here's my problem with modern so-called magical girl anime starting with magica madoka onward magical girl okay. anime in the shoujo capacity does not exist anymore and here's why it used to be stories by women for women about women empowerment and the struggles that girls typically go through modern maho shoujo is written by a bunch of dudes who like gore and dark storylines and 
maybe have only spoken to like two or three women in their life. They want to subvert it. They want to go. They want to they, subvert they, it. They, they want to be always, meta. They want to be meta. And they always subvert it by going violent. And I'm tired of it. Not because I have a problem with dark storylines, not because I have a problem with violence in anime, but because the genre has disappeared because it's been absorbed like everything else into shonen and seinen. And that bums me out. That bums me out because I think that shoujo offered something very special and the market was erased essentially because women are willing to try things that are marketed to men, but there's not that overlap. And I think one of the places that this became most obvious to me recently was in Wonder Egg Priority, which to be super fair, was the closest anything I think in recent times has come to the spirit of shoujo. It's just, you it's still basically Priority a shonen. Well, a seinen, my bad. Trash. I, mean, I, I got the, like, the end was trash. In. I liked yeah, the beginning. I, it had promise. I did finish yeah, it in one day. <laughs> but Damn. yeah, it has a canonically I, trans man. So that's kind of neat and progressive uh, for anime. Um, I guess. Japan is finally entering the 21st century. So. They're not though. They've been doing, they've been gay baiting for years. Say, words, hey, Naoko Takeuchi for... never gay baited. Those were full on lesbians. No, no, no. I'll, but I'll like, like they'll do in their media, always. but that's it. And then they- J Japan well, has really always <laughs> actually had words or better words for like, you know, different genders and oh, whatnot. Oh yeah, like X gender? Like, or, yeah, yeah, they've mm -hmm. had like, you know, ex-gender names and words for stuff. You, you know me, I'm, it's not exactly a priority on my list and stuff like that, but like, right, I respect right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but, just like, interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it is, it is. Um, have you ever watched like Precure then? Because that's been Precure? going for like since I've watched some Precure. 2004. Yeah, 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 Precure. Yeah, that's been like a fucking huge thing. It's gotten now. a lot and they, fluffier. And they just, um, I stopped at they like, Force, so... They make a new pre-cure every two years. Yeah. I just want them to bring back Full Moon, but that would be impossible because the story was too perfect and wrapped perfectly at the end. It's so beautiful and no one's well, ever going to watch um, it. <laughs> it's all single stories, isn't it? And then they move on to the next thing, don't For they? For like new writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah. sort of, yeah. It's a new team every season. Okay, like, have you... So... Are there any, like, shoujo manga, like, Sailor Moon stuff that we don't know about? Because I you obviously need, know about Precure and stuff. You need to read Full Moon Osagashite. Like, it is... Osagashite. So it's not a magical girl anime about fighting monsters. It's about this young girl, like, middle school age, who has throat cancer, but wants more than anything in the world to be a singer. And her grandma's like very controlling so that's not an option normally but then one day these two death spirits from the pediatrics ward show up and they're like yo you have one year to live but someone is trying to prevent your death we're here to get in that person's way because your time is running out um mm. but then she's like Seven okay volumes. fine i'll go with you with no fight but you need to help me out and just let me try to become a singer and the dude takes pity on her and he's like, fuck it, I'll use my magical powers to help you with that. And it just, it's so tender. It's so just well-constructed as a story. And it's very mature for being a shoujo. And I think that it got very overlooked just because there wasn't a whole team of pretty girls in different colored outfits to draw in, you know, the, the, what's the word? 
the merchandise. Audience. You know, there's there yeah. wasn't merchandise to go with it that was readily available. Well, you know, so I will read this, Dina, purely because it's seven volumes. Yep, it's very short. Uh, the anime was like 52 episodes, but the manga, I think, tells the story a lot better. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I recently I, I ordered the much. whole thing in Japanese um, for like reading practice, and oh, I'm so excited to revisit it. It's been one of my favorites, <laughs> my literally my entire life. Like it was one of the things that got me into anime. I will absolutely take a look at it then. Hell yeah! Anyway, yeah. Uh, so that was a tangent. anything else on the. Yeah, anything else on the ducket, Yes, um, an Astro Boy reboot was also announced, but what the hell does that mean? You mean one that isn't Ooh. Pluto? One that, they, that's what I was about to mention. I was like, I, they, they gave no details, although this is reboot. So I'm like, what, a movie? Um, a manga? An anime? Who gives a fuck if it's not written by Naoki Urasawa? I don't care. They already did an Astro Boy reboot. It's called Pluto. Why don't they get that anime done? Oh, it's called Astro Boy 2003, which that anime... Still, like, slaps animation-wise. I bet. Otherwise... Like, it's crazy. Yeah, the other other thing looks. was announced was, um... I've been heralding on, on uh, Saturday Morning Jump and a few times on this podcast. Um, the team behind Ghost Rider Paradox is getting a one-shot mm. for Jump Plus. The site they should have always been on from the beginning. So I am happy for them. It seems to be in development, so no details yet, but very happy. I can't wait to see what they come up with. Hell yeah. Did you want to talk about... Ryui Dragon? Ryui Dragon? Yeah. Yeah, so a brand new manga came out called Ryui Dragon, and the audiences go, hey, Ivan, didn't another new manga come out called Aliens Area? Sure, but the fact that we're not talking about it should tell you how we feel about it. Um, Ryui Dragon. He didn't like it because it's about police. Yeah, and it's also really rushed and boring. It's super rushed. Oh, watch Men in Black instead. that's such a fucking good film. No, I I am going to I'm going to keep up with it. The second Someone chapter Someone has to. Out. You're talking about yeah, Rui? I, like, I think that I think it's No, 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 Rui, we're talking about Aliens Area. No, 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 no. We're talking about Aliens Area. So what I say? Um, shit, I lost my train of thought. Oh, no. Oh, I feel bad for Ayashimon fans because this is the one that kicked Ayashimon out. I, you know, yeah. I, at first I didn't feel bad, but now I feel really bad because this is Pales. This is a terrible replacement. I don't know. I still think that I mean, it's I like, it could it. still grow. I didn't like Ayashiban, but I hate this even more. <laughs> but let's stay on topic. Ryu Dragon. Um, so this is, you know how I feel about Slice of Life, everyone. You're going to put Slice of Life in my shonen? You're going to put some peanut butter in my chocolate? Yes, please. <laughs> that sounds awful. So Ryu Dragon is about a girl who just wakes up one day and she has horns. And she's like, damn, I got some pretty big horns. What the fuck? Hey mom, look at this, I got some horns. She's, and she's like, like, oh yeah, so you do. And she's like, damn girl, you got some horns? Your father was a dragon, that might be it. Yeah, BT dubs. BT dubs, your father was a dragon. And she's like, oh. Thanks for telling me, mom. Wow, okay, that explains a lot. And then she goes to school. And the teacher's like, you, good? you got, you got, you good kid? And she's like, well, they don't hurt. And everyone's looking like, you got horns. You're like, yeah, yeah. And then they take pictures. And the teacher's like, oh, wait, I want a selfie too. And then they get bored of it very quickly as kids do. And then she just kind of has horns at school. And then she has fire breath. And then she has to go to the hospital because she has dragon horns and dragon fire. A real live wire. American dragon mm-hmm. Jake Long. Oh, my fucking um, God. She, uh, <laughs> she, uh, she uh, doesn't have a dragon throat, which I go, 
okay. It's a, so uh, she should be dead, logically. Yeah, logically dead, because <laughs> holy fuck, uh, your, your say, throat should be burnt. Do not, yeah. do not even think about her dragon throat, Ivan. She is in middle school. Oh, oh, come on. But no, like, what I really love about this fucking manga so far is that everyone just takes it in stride. It's very natural. This is exactly what would happen. This is what would happen. <laughs> is, this yeah. is what, in school today, yeah, if this happened when me and Steve were in school, we'd give her a bunch of freaking um, gay slurs and freaking oh, bully yeah. her. But in Gen Z world, this is exactly how it would happen. Everyone's like, oh, that's I wouldn't sick. go that far. I, I, it's one of those things where it is literally just, well, I can't help it. It's just, I've got horns growing. Again, but it's very Gen Z. This is very Zoomer and very natural, and I love it. it yeah. But for me, I read this at the exact same time, and I, picked, I was halfway through, and I turn and go, I go, this is annoying me. I said, nothing's happening. There's no conflict. I'm yeah. getting very annoyed. But as it kept going, I'm like, okay, now it makes sense. So now it starts presenting because she, when she has the fire breath, and it's like, okay, this is going to be a story of a girl learning to deal with the fact that she's got dragon powers and other dragon things. and she's It's gonna... a sick fucking puberty metaphor. Yeah, it, like, it, it, it's really it's, cool. It's turning red, but good. Yeah, exactly. It's Japan's much better answer to turning red. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't like turning red. I fucking like it. No, see, I was mid. I, I call it. turning red mid. I have deep resentment. I really like the art direction of red. And I think it's very fun, but also I'm not the demographic, not because of the period stuff, because I'm I'm in healthcare. Period shit do doesn't bug me. I'm just sick of the comp het stuff that always comes along with female coming of age stories. There's always some old person who's like, what do girls like? They like boys. And I'm like, yeah, girls like boys, boys like girls, but why is that always the center yeah, of that, the fucking narrative, man? Yeah, Cena hates, Cena hates turning I'm red. So I'm so sick of it. I just find it exhausting, because again, it's just, the whole, Stina, mo the whole movie is just- angry that they didn't- The whole movie is just, boys, 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 boys. It's just screaming up, it's just hyperactive children screaming about boys, and I'm just like, yeah, same girl, but fucking, can we just, Take can a we breath. Stop? Can we Were you breathe? angry at the lack of, like, you know, conversation about 9 11? Oh, well, first of all, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just, that I just feel hinged. like there's way more interesting shit really girls is. are doing at that age that no one talks about. Like, I don't know, for example, a, a family friendly uh, example. Um, mm. You know, girls fuck around with seances and shit. Like, that is a rite of passage during puberty, and no one has ever given me the seance in a coming-of-age movie that I deserve. So I'm very upset about that. Yeah, just like, for me. anything would have been better. Yeah, so really, Dragon, to I me, is just turning Red's more chill cousin, and I really like it. I, it reminds yes. me of interviews with monster girls. So our hope is, our it's hope is me. that Ruri Dragon carries this momentum. I really like that the relationship with her mom, like, from the get, a lot of times I feel like you don't get much from mom in Shonen ever. Yes! And this mom is a person. This mom, you immediately see her flaws. She's like, I didn't know mm -hmm. how to talk to you, which I guess is common, but it's like, so you she can runs tell that she's very vulnerable. Yeah, and then, and then she comes back. That's the, the part we forgot to mention. Is like, did she like? There, she's very matter of fact. That's why. That's why I start falling in love with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, because I'm like, this is annoying. Like, that should still be concerning for a parent. I understand we're trying to be chill, and that's great, but. There needs to be some. I need just a little heartbeat. I need. Yeah. I need to see a pulse. And but we, she'd been waiting for it. Yeah, and we thing. and we got the pulse because she picks her up from school and she's wearing dirty hiking boots and she goes, "I went and saw your father. I I, yeah. I, I called off sick from work. I talked to your father." And I'm like, "She's a good mama." I'm like, "There's yeah. the pulse." 
there's the pulse I was looking for. Mm -hmm. It's not conflict, but it's a pulse, and that's all I need. It's and not the strongest hook, but I do want to read no. the next chapter. I'm like, please give me another Yatsubato. Give me another yeah. Tokodashi. Give me a fucking I... another um, Kotoro. Yeah. I want. Uh, please give me an yeah. active shonen. I hope this thing goes the distance. I hope we are 100 chapters into this. Absolutely. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's fine, but I guarantee it's like left enough room, like a comedy manga does or something, to be like a battle manga. Uh, uh, so, which, which, which watch comes no, to mind? She, she is literally Midoriya with dragon power. No, I, she will, she's yes. not Midoriya. No, she has personality. Yes, she is. She's got Midoriya had a personality. No, he does not. Midoriya no, he does not. Oh, he, no, yes, he does. What's he did at the beginning. So do not see. He's so, just so, now, so, like, you know. So here's the thing, because this happened on Twitter right now. There's a there's bitch. a discourse on Twitter. No, I want you to talk, but I'm going to give you a, I'm going to set you up for something. So go on, there's go a on. discourse right now on Twitter. There's some controversy about Midoriya as a character, which I go, finally, now there is? And so I want you to describe Midoriya to me, but don't say Midoriya, don't say Deku. Just describe his qualities and his traits. Analytic, nervous, studious, determined. You've given the best fucking description for mm. Deku. So these are the descriptions everyone gives me because there was some controversy last week over my criticisms. And here's all, here's all the descriptions yeah. that I got I'll for say. Midoriya. Um, he has a strong sense of justice. That's not... Okay. That's not okay. They all should. That's moral. Not <laughs> he has admirable yeah. qualities. He's very nice. That's not. He's a hard worker. He's polite as well. I miss that. They don't say polite. They don't say polite. They just go Adm admirable qualities. Hard worker. Has a strong sense of justice. And I go, well, I wouldn't say Goku, but the average person's going to say Goku and I tell them they're wrong. Um, that Those mm. are not. Basically, the people who defend, actively defend Midoriya don't even know how to fucking properly fucking describe him. You were the closest. But my issue with Midoriya is the fact that he's not very, he's not unique enough to be a protagonist, an interesting, proactive protagonist. Freaking. Well, how I, is he flawed is the question. I know he's kind of a He's reckless. He's that, reckless, you know. which I go, well, so is Goku. So is Naruto. So is, so. that's not unique enough. Nothing sets him apart at this point. And at this point in Shonen's history, you need something to set him apart. Hey, but, but we talked about this during our our, uh, our shipping stream where I said, after yeah. over 300 chapters, Midoriya finally did something that set him apart. And that was, he sat there and talked to Ochako about the fact that he wants to give guy, he wants to give villains like Toga a chance. Mm -hmm. He recognizes mental illness. He recognizes that people have very fucked up upbringings and that they acknowledge that they are very lucky, that they are very privileged to be in a place where they had good supportive families where they could go to the best school in the country and be heroes. And they go, well, if we have this, we should be going harder. I, mm. I talk about that failure with Nagant where he says, well, smile harder. And I like that he has now jumped up on top of that and go, he doesn't acknowledge that he fucked that up, but he does have a solution. Now he goes, he still doesn't have an answer because we need to be doing something differently. We can't punch these people and throw them in jail because that's not working. Look it, they're not in jail anymore. You absolutely they broke fucking out of jail. can with the My Hero Academia villains, though. Yeah, but yeah, in this world. But I like that Midoriya is presenting those arguments. And if you want to defend Midoriya, I'm defending him right now as well now. That is how you need to describe Midoriya because every other quality makes him king of the cops. <laughs> but he does this one thing 
he still doesn't have an answer, and I hope he finds it at the end of the series, because that's the last string of hope I have for this series, mm. that he finds a way. We goes, I've got to find a different system. I need to find some rehabilitative way. I need to tell the, I need to stick up my hand and say, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help these villains be better. And I hope, I hope it isn't just victimizing Shigaraki. I hope he does this for Toga and all these fuckers. They're absolutely going to victimize Oh, they are. We've had this conversation a million times and we're not going to have it again, but this is what's happening. But I want to talk about the fact that there are people who do Midori's shtick better than he does. Going on to My Hero Academia 356. First of all, Endeavor going sicko crazy this this chapter. Oh, that was actually sick. That was his fucking United States of Smash moment. That was. Um, it's not as great as that moment because, again, All for One is a troll now and he's not as interesting to punch. But oh, no, I agree. Endeavor lost an arm. Did you see that? Yes. Which yes, is another criticism I, I have it about. It was vague. It was vague. I was certain he lost an arm, but I was like, No, you see it. You see the flying. Go? He's got a forearm. A forearm went flying. Fucking sick. Did he, like, shield one of them? Hawks shield. I think Hawks might be dead. Ha Hawks definitely took a hit. I don't know. We. W we won't see just yet. I think he might be dead, actually. Someone, I, we, someone needs to die. I hate to be that guy, but someone needs to die because limbs go flying, and that seems to be all mm -hmm. that happens. We, yeah. Midnight died off screen, which is like that doesn't count. Like, I, it sucks, but like, man, if you kill him off screen and we never fucking see, like, come on now. Um, mm -hmm. really takes the weight out of it. Uh, it, 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 no, it if, if someone Absolutely. should, if someone should die, I guess it should be Hawk because he's very complacent. Can I just point out, by the way? I just want to say I've been I've been thinking this the entire time. Can we just also? These chapters have been like criminally short because they're very action heavy. They are very action. They look very they good. Feel, it, it feels like fifteen. I, I don't know, like ten pages maybe. He always does this though. Remember, he did this during the overhaul arc. He does. He did that during the the war arc. It's always those very action heavy ones. They're always just uh, seconds know, of combat. It's, it's for the time we've been waiting. But now I this suppose. one, yes, because of all the breaks. I agree. Yeah, because we. I'm not gonna say it, but we both know what I'm about. We both know what I want to say, but if we say it, that's just it. Like the rest of the time will be allotted to that one thing. But the most recent chapter of that thing was long, and it felt so fucking good. And I can't believe we've got to wait a month. We're getting there, so, so yeah. stay on topic, because we have a rule now. We can't talk about that thing until no. uh, it's time to talk about that thing we dig at the rest of the episode, which we're getting close Trust to. Trust me, I want to talk I, about that I swear thing, to God, too. Stina, if you hear, like, fart noises in the recording, it's because I've been stepping on, like, ice pack it's because you have terrible gas. I got it. Yeah. No, I haven't. No. <laughs> Those ice packs should be melted by now. Anyways. They are. They absolutely um, are. They, so, they, but they, I wanna, so I want to keep on topic here. So Tokoyami yeah. fucking does a smash. Oh, yeah. And they was fucking we sick. Two. We had two United fucking States of Smash Mouth. Abyss, Black, Ephemeral, Ragnarok. Fucking sick. It was awesome. It was, it was awesome. Cool. It was so cool. And Tokoyami is more interesting something. than Deku because he's a more specific character. Look, in all fact, we, we've. Any, anyone in My Hero Academia at this point is more interesting than Deku because we've said it before Deku has devoured the screen time. He devours really like all of Midori's developments are things he's taken from other people. He's a black hole protagonist. I wouldn't like I don't know like I would say the vigilante arc was a really good arc for Deku. 
It was that was the best arc. That was the most interesting Deku ever was because uh, we we've joked that Mountain Lady has more development than Deku does in the Mm. series, and it's because the 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 one time Deku actually had a change in character was in Vigilantes, or not in Vigilante, but the Vigilante Deku arc. But no, like Endeavor, another better character. Endeavor's fucking sick. He's been carrying the post All Might world. Mm-hmm. In terms of characterization, he's absolutely awesome, and this is his big moment now. It's just too bad the guy he's punching is a shell of his former self. He used to be cooler, uh, which we talked about. Well, this kind of gives me hope. Actually, I want it. I actually want Endeavor to finish him off. He should finish him off because this is a guy that not only the, this the characters in the series undermine, the active audience undermines because he's not a precious cinnamon roll like bland <laughs> vanilla Deku. Mm, no, so it's really cool that this guy fucking develops at his moment and he literally talks about the fact that he reckons with his past self and the fact that and, and, and I like that he finally has come to a bounce where he goes nah I'm still a negative motherfucker I still curse my weakness yeah. and that's why I get that's why I'm as strong as I that's am that's super cool that shot that shot of him he like- acknowledges that his that his worst moves his the, the abuse of his family the way his jealousy he acknowledges that those are also weaknesses that he is now fighting against too mm-hmm. it's amazing no, that shot it's amazing that, that shot just before his like um big uh like build up to the punch and everything he has like he's like strangled his past self to death and the flames are just yes. erupting out of his back he's got this amazing silhouette with his neck like proper like out looking to the left and shit. It looks fucking great. I love it. It was super cool. It's I just, fucking awesome. I just wanted more from this chapter. It just really, really feels they're, like... They're very quick. They're very brief right now because they're that's how Horikoshi does his action stuff. They're very brief chapters. Mm, yeah, precisely. It's just... I, I want more because we've been waiting a long time and I don't know, maybe... Now I'm, I've not got the, the vigilante... Um, I've not got the exhaustion like I have with vigilante and everything because like this art started when did this arc start this arc started um earlier this year like january? maybe not just a few months ago like january or something because remember like, we were complaining yeah. about the um, the post the post vigilante arc with um Does anyone Stars else forget we are six months into 2022 already stop it <laughs> stop sorry, it Stina. so yeah i think this arc <laughs> actually began in the spring yeah no maybe um it was, it was a good chapter, though. It, yeah, you're right. It's very action-packed and everything. Um, by the way, we do have to acknowledge that, um, like, some of these translations are greatly off. I did see someone, like, mm. really throw a fit about it. Uh, yeah, so let's... Name. We will correct ourselves on that. I concede, I concede nothing else but that translation error. Yeah. Yes, so... He, the translation does bring up Stars and Stripes in New Order and the official translation. They, they're like, no, his his his, his um, vestiges are turning against him, which yeah. is sick. That's what we want. Yeah, it is. It abs- absolutely is. So, But that being said, speaking of My Hero Vigilante, Stina, yeah! Stina has started reading Vigilantes. So tell us how much better it is than My Hero. Oh, wait. Ivan, before, before Stina uh. starts that, wait. Berserk's coming back. <gasps> That's what? right. The last piece of news. Berserk is coming back. Oh, fuck. Um, so this is what I want to say. Um, they thought it's been, it's been about a year, right? They thought very long and hard about this. Um, it's Mira's best friend and colleague, uh, continuing it. Good on them. They thought very long and hard about this. I respect their decision. That being said, this is very difficult because me and a lot of fans 
had already made our peace that this was over. Mm. And that mm. is something that needs to be considered. It, they, I'm glad they should make it. I'm glad. I'm glad who's involved, and they're going to continue it. That being said, everyone, fans, and I know the creators definitely already respect this. But fans, again, we talk about fan division because this is something. Here's something where we have the potential for some very toxic discourse. Please respect the fan base that mourned and made their peace with the fact that Berserk is now over, and they're not. And and they're not saying fuck these guys they're not saying that they are saying that in our hearts this died with Ke with with kentaro mm -hmm. and we're done and we're going to move on we don't hate this we just we're not engaging we we we, we we're not buying a new puppy at the pound just yet <laughs> we're not buying our new not saying that this dog. continuation is that equivalent but that's how this no. feels but val how do you feel about yeah. this uh Quite similar to you, actually. It's, it's you know, it's good. It's good. I'm happy. But I also was like, it might never finish. It probably won't finish the way he ever intended because it's debatable. It's up in the air. Yeah. If he even knew how to finish it. If that they note say, is even They there. say there were manuscripts, and I do believe they are, but I do not believe they're wholly finished. I'm also, as a writer, believe that things change on the go. Oda claims mm -hmm. to have had an ending for One Piece five years into his run, but things change as they go. Even if mm -hmm. the ending is still the same, the points to get there are very malleable. And so I feel like that if Kentaro had continued, the the what the the Berserk, if Kentaro had been able to finish Berserk, what how he would finish it would be wildly different from the ending that we will eventually get from this new team. Yeah, we'll never know. It's like We will never truly know. I'm certain that the true ending is there, but how we get there, how it is reflected, it, there's very there, there are subtleties to the main writer that we are mm. never going to have again. Mm. And we're just Precisely. not. And the context has now changed. That now because Kentaro was very much guts, now this is the equivalent of guts dying and Casca picking up the pieces. This is where we're getting at. Like that, the, the context has changed. The context will never be the same again. Precisely. And so that's why people are at peace that this is, has ended. Yeah, no, it, super That being said, am I interested? Am I gonna take a peek? Fucking, yeah. So fucking we're getting like me. two chapters this month, I think. Am I gonna support this? Absolutely, I'm gonna support this. I'm going to applaud everyone who continues this because I understood the difficult decision they made here. They did not make that decision lightly. And Took I'm them a year, and it made sense. If they if they just came out of the woodwork and said, "Don't worry, it's gonna get picked up," people would be raging. Like right. you're gonna fucking continue right after the man. Like they'd be like they'd be livid. It, it's super hard. It's it's a super hard uh, situation to like you know figure out. I would say. But, Stina, yeah. mm. but, um, thoughts yeah. on my hero. Stina, talk yeah. about vigilantes. <gasps> okay, <laughs> yes. Um, so this, so the reason I got into it is because we were doing that tier list uh, of ships. Yeah, we did a hero. shipping tier list, Val, that you missed. We had to get you on the next a, tier a list. Oh, oh my god. god. You are a girl. Ship tiers. Yeah. You are a girl. Well, listen. I, it was fun. No, it was what? fun. Val, it was I fun. I didn't do this. I did. It was, idea. I, I was the girl. Uh, uh, go on then. Tell me. 
Yeah. So yeah, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, yeah. So there was. Um, but if people are looking for that stream, it's on our Patreon. One dollar a month, you can access to that. It's a it was a fucking fun stream. You should be there. We're gonna do more in the future, so please keep locked to our YouTube channel. We're gonna we're gonna do more fucking tier streams. But please go on with the vigilante. Please. Yeah. Um. So basically, there was a ship that was on there. I can't remember who they were shipping her with, and who cares? She's all that Pop, matters. It was Pop it was and Pop Koichi. And Koichi. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Pop and Koichi, so I guess, never mind, it does matter, because it's Koichi. But regardless, <laughs> um, I was like, who the fuck Why is did you Pop? Ship Pop? And he's with like, Koichi. oh, I'm not surprised people don't know this. No, we didn't. We, we didn't. No. Someone it's, else it's, did. No, 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 no. It's the fact that we acknowledged every ship that we could. We discussed them. Okay, though. okay. Yes. We it gave everyone we gave everyone a fair All shake. Right. But anyway, I got into it because, you know, Ivan's like, oh, Pop is exclusive to Vigilantes, and, you know, she's she's pretty cool. She's one of the main characters. So, she's yeah, your avatar like, right now on Discord. Exactly. I looked her up, and I was like, this woman is the love of my life. Um, it's true. So I was like, I love, I love her design. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. So... First of all, I saw that and I was like, she's very cute. I want to know what her story is. Absolutely. And I hear you guys rave about it all the time on this pod. Mm. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. I'm not usually huge on like, I mean, in general, I don't read a ton of manga. I don't keep on it as much as you guys do. Um, but it piqued my interest. So I started reading it. And yeah, this world's better than my hero, in my opinion, but that's really down to taste. Um, I felt like it's interesting because One Piece I really love in spite of it being kind of goofy and almost childish at mm. times. Um, but My Hero just felt like too much of that for me. I don't really know how to explain it um, better than that. But the darker tone that Vigilantes takes on and the more mature themes um, just really appealed to me. Uh, so... I've been working through that, but additionally, like, I just feel like these protagonists have a lot more substance to them. My hero is kind of shallow. It introduces a fuck ton of people right out the gate, and I'm like, I can't keep all these people straight. Stina, describe Koichi as a protagonist. Um. Without saying his name. Okay. Name his qualities. Okay. Uh, I would say that he is altruistic. Um, I would say that he is... He has a lot of faith in humanity, uh, more so than maybe anyone um, I've seen in a shonen thus far. When you say by you give more faith in him, the fact that he's a lot, he's, he's almost too kind to the bad guys. He practically- He's naive. He's very naive. The fact that he probably like has more in common with his villains than he does- I, I would yeah. actually say, to be honest, that Koichi has a lot of Midoriya's aspects of personality. Mm. He too, like Midori, is very studious. He's equally determined. But he's a klutz. Yeah, he's, he's a just klutz. generally He's clumsy. a slacker. I would call him a slacker. A slacker in terms of aspiration. Mm. Um, yes, he, he, yes. He, he's content to play in the garbage and walk Olays across the street. Midoriya, I want to be the number one hero because All Might is cool. Koichi, All Might's cool. But I love the smell of trash. In all fairness, actually, Midoriya's dream is never to be the number one hero. What? No. He, 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 ne he never claims that he wants to be the greatest hero. In the beginning, 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 because here's the thing, there's two things, Val. One, because mm -hmm. he, he, he didn't have a quirk, so he was just content to be a hero. You are correct, mm -hmm. but 
then he ends that pilot chapter saying, oh, by the way, this is the story of how I became the number one hero. Yeah, and then they literally corrected that. I don't. I, it's a retcon because people bitched. Wait, 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 wait. To be fair, you can't actually apply that to Midoriya at that time. Listen, I don't know shit about Midoriya. All I know is that Koichi is a selfless little angel. Um, well, so is Midoriya. Yeah. Midoriya, like, breaks his arms. And again, and Mi- again, yeah. y'all are much more acquainted with Midoriya at this point than I am. And Koichi as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So remember, I'm coming from a perspective of someone who's only up to chapter. Oh six. no 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 no! I I wasn't questioning. And who has never read my hero? I've watched some of the anime, but um. I'm I'm just trying to be fair, and and I'm just saying you can't apply the future version of Midori saying this is the story of how I became the greatest hero, which has since been retconned. I still believe he's the number one hero. Midoriya wanted to just be a hero that ah. is that he's never been like i'm gonna be number one he's just i'm gonna be a hero yeah, please yeah, yeah. continue stina yeah so 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 here's the thing like regardless of whether there are traits that they share i do think that that definitely applies to koichi i think that he is i mean it it almost feels too easy to say but he's a lonely dude man like he's lonely. Absolutely. He's a little. Like we we described this before. He's a little Aspergery. Where we're like, yeah. he, he has difficulty. Lacking social. He doesn't understand view social awareness. skills. Yeah. Yes, and that's and that's the big define. That's the thing that really makes Koichi very unique. Mm-hmm. Because he trips again. We talk about how the fact that Koichi probably identifies more with his villains than most other people do. He he, he identifies with villains more than he does heroes, mm. because he stumbles, says the wrong thing, and people get mad at him. Yeah, well, and he he has a very rigid way of viewing social interactions where he's like, I have to do this because X, Y, Z, you know, like, oh, I'm going to have older kids over, so I have to buy beer because that's the expectation, not because he necessarily wants to. Um, but that aside, I don't know, again, and I don't know how this lines up with other protagonist, uh, but... I think that he's very innovative. Um, he just seems to view things in a very interesting way. Like, contacts with the floor aside, like he has that idea when those dudes are trying to attack Pop, where he's like planning out the fight in his head, which it doesn't quite go that way. But I thought it was really interesting to watch him Get, strategize. Because he's cl- you know, I... that is clever, yes. It's good because Midoriya, Midoriya studies and copies what other people do. Koichi makes up a plan, and then fucks up his own plan. Yes, yes. He's Mm. clumsy. He's very clever. He's just, yeah, he's clumsy. The execution is even. I wouldn't even say he's clever. He's lucky. Lucky? Lucky and clumsy. I would disagree. I would disagree with saying that he's not Imaginative. He can't, he can't, he can't, he can't freaking carry out his own plans. But still, but still, here's the thing, here's the thing. you, You will... You will see the aspect of luck to him. And again, and again, he can be lucky, but to say that he is then also not clever, the plans in his head are still solid plans. Like, it's still something Mm -hmm. that is very interesting and very creative, um, regardless of what happens when he tries yeah, to Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't say he's strategic, but I say he is creative. Yeah, say, sure. Maybe that's he's the creative. right word. I bet mean, he's yeah. imaginative because he imagines these scenarios that he can win, and then he wins the wrong way, is what he does. Yeah, yeah. Mm. See, and that's where the luck comes in. But and that's what I like he is about very him. creative. I would say that's immediately a. So it's supposed to be counter to what Midoriya is, where in which, like, obviously Midoriya has the scene where he's, like, planning out how Bakugo attacked. It's a school bully and everything And Midoriya like actually carries out his own plans. Yeah, but 
it also comes at sacrifice. Yeah, and because, I think because Majoria has one flaw. He's reckless. Yeah, but, but, yeah and, exactly. that, and that's why I go, okay, there's your one flaw. Well, and I have to go now discern that from other shonen protagonists. Sorry, they're all reckless. Tanjiro, I, I mean, spoilers for fucking Demon Slayer. He's missing half his fucking face at the end. The only difference is I feel like for Deku, it just doesn't pay off as often, that recklessness. But again, and it's an actual weakness for him, whereas with Luffy, it's like, oh, I'm going to do this crazy, stupid thing, and then it's going to work, you know? And it just does. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, being, I'm just being the fucking, I'm being Deku's advocate. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Devil's Activate, Deku's Activate. No, someone has to be. Yeah, I, it's a thankless job. Yeah, someone has to be. But I would say Deku's type of recklessness is where he is completely aware of the consequences it, it's of the his only sor It's literally his only source of development. It's it's literally the only thing that he can be, that, that this series has the balls to criticize him for. And it's the only thing I really yeah. appreciate the series for. Where the fact that they say... How can you fucking help someone from a hospital bed, you dipshit? I like that. Yeah. Midoriya will literally maim himself so that he can bring solace yeah. to, like, See, you I'm know, a bickering father but and again, son. But I think that the, the fact that, that that flaw is a problem in the series, like, the fact that it's not very good at discerning him from other protagonists, mm -hmm. but I do like how, in within the series, it's a great point of contention for Midoriya. It's the fact that... Congratulations, you broke every bone in your body to save someone. Now, what happens to the next person you save that you fail to save because you completely fucking destroyed yourself? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I, I would say that's like a, any job. Like, if you work in construction... And, and, whatnot, I, and um, yeah, and I would like... And I like the fact that... Well, what I hate about the fact is he tries to learn this, but every source of outside, like, ancillary content fails to ever acknowledge this again. Like, World Heroes Mission, you didn't see it. But this rule where the next time Midori threw a punch, he wouldn't be able to punch again because he would blow the, his fucking arms up. Mm -hmm. He punches so many fucking people in that movie. <laughs> and yeah, I don't think it's, it's that he can't, like, throw a punch. I think it's more he just can't throw a punch at a certain level. And he does, power. he does. But he does, though. And even in the manga, he still does. And they, they just, like... Because, I don't know why. They it's just gave punches. it up. It's because punches are probably just better to draw in these things. Again, it's like they don't give a fuck. They just don't fucking care, and that's fine. Again, and this is why, this is why Shonen is garbage. <laughs> no one really cares. Even the guy who makes it doesn't really give a fuck. <laughs> I don't think he doesn't. To an extent. Give a fuck. To an extent. I'm gonna say, I, I, no one, no what, one could give less of a fuck than Toriyama. Is what I I'm really saying. don't think many of your issues with Midoriya are actually in his personality. I think you are just tired of him. I well, I was I was tired from the day I met him. Exactly, <laughs> which is why I never pursued finishing MHA. Ko I would Koichi say, aged like a fine wine, even after a twenty-plus chapter final battle. Mm. I would say go for it. Because we learn things about him in the middle of it. I well, would actually say like me. read my hero Stina, but like eh, no. it's up to you. <laughs> I've now seen Vigilantes. I don't need to. Stina, uh, Stina, would you like to have this flaming young, or would you like this? Po uh, popcorn. Yeah. What would you like to have as your meal? Okay, but that's, that's like um. I would question. say an example. Because popcorn's good, no? Because that's how I describe my hero. Because popcorn's girl, dude. Popcorn's good, but guess popcorn. what? Only one can satisfy your hunger. Exactly. Exactly. And True. and that's how I feel about Koichi. I feel popcorn's like popcorn's tasty. My academia is tasty, but vigilantes feeds your soul. I just feel like there's a complexity to him that it's a substantious meal. And I feel like okay, here's what it is. I feel like they put the right protagonist in the right story. You know what I mean? We've now discussed the fact that Vigilante should have been My Hero Academia, like from its principal concept. The fact that Midoriya should have been fucking schmuck on the street. He should never Midoriya, went to UA. Yeah, and that's the thing. 
when you think about Midori as a protagonist, I would still read Vigilantes if he were a protagonist. I feel like the story is great, but yeah, I also you put... feel like the strength of it is that Koichi belongs in that story. In his own story. You Whereas... can tell that this this character has the most to learn from the environment he's been placed in. That is not clear to me for Midoriya and Yue. That's, again, it's so wishful that's, that's another That's I... another thing I want to talk about environments uh... because that, mm -hmm. that setting is really good. It's the block comedy of My Academia. It's all in this one city block. Mm. And that city, Val and I have discussed this, that city, that city block is a character. Mm. UA gets close to it, but at the end it of the really day, doesn't. it's, it's it always a very... UA is a sanitized box, is what it is. Mm -hmm. That characters get to just jump around and destroy because there's robots that clean up their messes. Whereas that town, when that city, when, spoiler Stina, but when Vigilantes ends, mm -hmm. that, ci that city block gets destroyed I'm and sure. they all have to move away. And well, it's sad. Great. It's like, it's like where Stina in One Piece, the going Mary died. Yeah. And Stina got very fucking sad. And that city block dying isn't as sad, but you still feel pretty bad. You feel nostalgic for it. You have a little panging in your heart. You go, man, remember those good old days in that city block where we were picking up trash and breaking a bunch of fucking laws? <laughs> a bunch of fucking war bunch criminal laws. A bunch of laws and a bunch of legs, yeah. Breaking mm. legs and laws. My two favorite things to break. Whereas uh, UA is just this sanitized box that, well, we destroyed it this week, but then they cleaned it up. Mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But additionally, you know, and, and I know... Uh, Wish fulfillment is a very loaded term, but I do feel like when we talk about things to learn from a story, it's not clear to me from the get-go what kind of growth Midoriya needs that has to be gotten and will be gotten at UA. But you said wish fulfillment. That's the reason I why Midori is mm. bland. He's yes, the audience standard. Because he's a fucking loser he that gets the chance of a lifetime. He's he. I wouldn't even say. I wouldn't even call well, Midori a loser. I would. No. I would just say in the he's eyes of society. Actually, and yeah, as far no, as what uh, he starts with. Steena's right. In the eyes of society, Midori is absolutely a loser. That's true. Okay, I'll, I'll Midori, stand by you. To be fair, Koichi's a loser too. But here's the thing. And Luigi. It's a Koichi. Luigi. <laughs> Year of Luigi, everyone. Koichi doesn't just get the chance of a lifetime handed to him. Koichi no, has not, to not, fight not, and I don't scrap. <laughs> I don't think he does get the chance of a lifetime. No, I think I think I think he gets roped up in some crazy shit that the average person would try to run away from. Are you from. talking about Koichi or are you talking about Midoriya? I'm talking about Koichi. Koichi getting wrapped no, no, up in with, with, with he with, didn't get that. Midoriya did. Yeah. Midoriya gets handed just like, oh, you don't have a quirk? Well, here you go. Here's, you know? eat Whoa, my Whereas hey. Koichi is like, I have a shitty quirk. I need to learn how to use this in a creative and, or, or, and interesting way. Or I'm gonna fucking die because this fucking vigilante has Sticks. fucking put me under his fucking arm. And I'm like, I don't want to hang out with this guy. This guy makes me uncomfortable. But he keeps making But me. I can't say no because I'm fucking awkward. So I gotta adapt. In all fairness, even though more recent things have like kind of made All Might's decision the best one, Midoriya did prove himself by being a weak, ineffective person who would throw himself into danger. Who did what he but was told. I, we've had this discussion. No, no, no. He didn't do what he was told. He didn't do what he was told. No, no, no. I mean by All Might. Like, yeah, but no, we all, might all Might literally told him, no, I know, you can't be I a know. hero. Fuck he you. Said that, yeah, he yeah, saw him he changed his mind. himself for Bakugo. I saw that shit, but here's the other thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Everything that he did from there... 
-hmm. was All Might saying, okay, you need to train, so you're gonna clean this beach. Okay, now I'm gonna give you my quirk. And now, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's just so much of Midoriya stuff was handed to him. It's great that he had a good personality trait, but well, from no, there, he actually had a, he had to so work on the beach. That was the point where he had to like yeah, build but, himself but, but up. But he was told to. He was told, yeah, he basically, he was, told he was, to. he was but handed the point of a, But that's the point, he's a man. All Might is yeah, his mentor. Why, why I, talk, I talk about Black Hole protagonist. All of Midoriya's qualities are things that are given to him, and then he has to take that, and he goes, and, and now that's mine now. Yes. That training regiment's mine now. Your power, that's mine now. Ida, your characterization, that's mine now. Yep. Bakugo, I'm going to steal your movements. Um, oh, Chaco, well, you can't be Midoriya's fault You're now my girlfriend. <laughs> that is right. the incompetency of Horikoshi. That, I would even, I, I've, but, I've said this before. It's not the incompetency of Horikoshi. That is that is just the blandness of his well, what about and his Ippo? editors. What, what about Ippo? Ippo got bullied to shit. Ippo is a fucking yeah, mama's Midoriya. boy who fucking Midoriya. works on his ship and is traumatized by the death of his father and can't leave his ship until mm -hmm. one day he meets Takamura. And Takamura mm -hmm. says, All night. punch this fucking shit. Clean and this he beach. punches it. No, but here's the difference though. Mm -hmm. Ippo already has the tools. Ippo is a Ippo is a fucking hermit who is trapped on his mother's fishing boat. He mm -hmm. already is that strong. And Taka goes, "Bitch, you already have this. Mm -hmm. You have a fucking grit. And Get the fuck goes, out of here and live your fucking life." And all life. my ghosts, you have the heart of a hero. No, he doesn't. He goes. Yes, he, goes, he does. He says well, you no, can't he be a hero. He does say that. He does say you after, can't be a hero. But after Deku makes a choice, which is great, mm -hmm. we need mm -hmm. characters to make choices. But here's the thing. You don't get to make one choice and then the rest of the story happens to you. You have to continue to make choices. We don't know how you're developing if you don't make fucking choices. And I don't see that very often. The story is literally about students. It is in a school environment. That doesn't matter. Students make choices. You make choices every day that affect the Bakugo, Bakugo, makes, Bakugo makes a lot Bakugo of choices, makes more choices. And, and the audience fucking hates him. Yep. Exactly. Uh, we love him because he's the correct substance. I wouldn't go that far. Explain. Bakugo is what decisions does Bakugo okay, not make? Bakugo is purely driven by spite, and he that's a motivation. He's inspired by All Might in a society that values strength and power. And 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 Bakugo goes, "I'm gonna be what society wants you to be." And then he gets mad because everyone starts getting angry at him. He goes. Wait, why don't you like me? I'm being exactly what you Best want to be. Best genius he's a... is Bakugo's All Might. No, but he's better. Yes. But Best genius is better. Majority... No, Bakugo has a better. We don't actually see anyone train Bakugo because a lot of these characters. This is why you don't like Midoriya. Are off in the background making decisions that we don't see or being told things that we don't see. Gunhead Man tells Ochako to. Learn fucking melee combat and whatnot. Tokoyami, Hawks, all of these characters have mentors who tell them what to do and how they can grow into the. But hero they didn't they give him be. his power. They didn't hand him his fucking power. All Might has to teach Midori his power because he's like, hang if on. I don't teach him how to use this, he's gonna fucking die. No, yeah. hang on. Here, I think, I think the, I think the complaint on on my end is being misunderstood. I think here's, we have, I think we've all run into three different directions yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. and we Let's need to fucking, we need to come here's, back. Here's my final word on the whole mentorship issue, right? Mm -hmm. I've got no, no one, issues with Midori no being mentor. Hang on, hang on. No one can tell me me what to do, right? I'm going to take okay, this yeah. to the real world so you guys can understand where I'm coming from. All right. You can try. 
You can try to tell me what to do. Hell you can yeah. try to instruct me. Amen. You can try to tell me the path I need to go on. Solidarity, sister. I can make the choice not to do that. Mm -hmm. And I can visibly make that choice. If he's buying into these choices his mentor is asking or recommending that he makes, that'd be one thing. Mm -hmm. But basically, it's just All Might says do XYZ thing, and he's like, well, guess I gotta. But because you need reasons. to consider this. Midoriya is like 3% of the population or something. And that's the entire point of the story. This is something that he needs to be met. It makes sense. If All Might gave him the power, and then he said, run fucking wild with it, brother. Would that be better? No, because you're the thing. That's not a, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I mean. I, I, I'm about the fact that Midori is now All Might's responsibility. But what my issue, mm -hmm. my issue with Midori is the fact that everything. I'm going back to what I'm saying. Everything Midori gets is a hand me down. Yes. Because when All Might can't mentor Midoriya, who mentors Midori next? Uh, Torino. Torino. Which only gets it because that's All Might's old mentor. Literally everything Midori gets mm. is a fucking All hand Might's old mentor was actually Nana. Midori can never be his own man. Yeah, but what might happen, the thing is, I have no idea, because Deku is so bland, mm -hmm. what he would be without his mentor. No, I agree he's bland. I agree he's rather bland. Whereas I have a pretty good idea of what Bakugo would be without his mentor. Mm -hmm. I have a pretty good idea of the kind of person Ochako would be. Who the Bakugo fuck? Bakugo would be a villain. Which That's is more interesting. Which is more interesting. Which is way more interesting. But with Midoriya, no, it's like, it's I just agree. not evident. It's not evident because we don't know. We know fuck all about him as a person because his choices aren't choices. But you could also argue that Midoriya also... Makes his own fighting style, for example. That's fair, but what kind of person is he? I don't give a fuck about his fighting style. He's polite, and it's even like Gross. translating. Like, for example, there's like. A there you go. You're describing it like those other bit. We're going back to the early part of this podcast. You're describing pretty generalized He's qualities. Compliant. Like, you're I describing. Wanna, I want to hear something specific about Midoriya that you can't say about any other protagonist. He's compliant. He's polite. He's. He's si He's seen but not heard. He's breedable. Submissive and breedable. <laughs> I want to. That's what. I, that's what I want from Midoriya. I want a quality that you can't describe any, like compared to any shonen protagonist. And the one thing that I think Midoriya's got is the fact that it's the analytical thing. Mm. But unfortunately, like I said before, we've had this discussion before, where even Midoriya's most unique best trait is never fully explored. They do it in the sports festival, is it and then they drop it. Because I, I, I would love that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, I miss self-doubt. But it's never fully explored. It goes from I've got to learn how I got to learn how to fucking crack this code, turns into now I have seven quirks and I, now I got to make them all work together because again they are handed to me. Mm -hmm. All of my all of my defenses. I like Midori when he was struggling. Purely for an early series where we didn't have all this stuff where mm. Midoriya you are always meant to have all for one because it doesn't work with power with people with quirks you're gonna be the last one like I said a lot of the things that happened before that actually meant something I feel have been kind of shat on purely because we've got this like chosen one bullshit I don't like it either but I will argue till I'm blue in the face that at one point he was an engaging protagonist and his struggles were real. I, I understand the point yeah. about like, you know- I agree, perhaps, no, I agree, perhaps. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I understand the point about like, you know, maybe he doesn't make enough choice, but the series is literally about being a student and all of these characters now have 
fucking teachers. You say it's about being a student. The last half of the series, oh, we yeah. have had children conscripted into no, no, fucking no, 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 no. wars. I, I mean, like how it's all about of the, being all a child kids, soldier right now. Sorry, all of the, all of the kids in that a police have, state. Like, all the kids that have any like a mild amount of development through the series seem to have character that they look up to, uh. or, will, or like, like Midnight, for example. Yaoyorozu has a particular attachment to Midnight. No, 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 Mina. Mina has a particular attachment. Mm. Yeah, has a particular attachment to Midnight that we have not really seen in any other character since she died. Maybe that's just Mina's hill to die on because Horikoshi said, well, someone's got to die on that hill and, like, right. you know, come out for our lost thought. May she rest in fucking peace, her ho ship. I don't want to, I don't want to completely cut us off, but, <laughs> but we're. At an hour and a half. I know I, I have know. some stuff we'll be trimming, but uh, <laughs> I also know we have to talk about One Piece. We yeah. fucking do. But and I, I fuck, know that's I love take getting a I just want to say, I love fucking getting into <laughs> yeah, these yeah, arguments with you two. I agree with a lot of your points, but someone's got to <laughs> fucking, someone has to like fucking fight for this No, I hear Val. I agree with your points too. <laughs> someone has to challenge our unchecked humor. So again, yeah. the fair audience, this is, this is what critical discussion looks like. The fact that we all disagree, and we agree, and it's fucking funny. You press me against the wall while Stina works my body over, and you say, <laughs> Val, I like a lot of the points you made. Thank you, Ivan. <laughs> I got my fucking katana, like, at the ready. But yeah, so let's talk about something that's less controversial in our eyes, and that is One Piece, baby. Yeah. Hell, The yeah. thing we said we wouldn't talk about, but now we can because it's the end mm, of the show. Mm, and mm, now mm. we can talk about One Piece. I think we've actually gotten the real villain reveal, by the way. There is another woman in the starting, um, the intro page, uh, for One Piece Red. We have, uh, Uta, which is Shanks' daughter, and then we have this girl in black who looks like a fucking babe, like a, a, a grown-up Wednesday Adams, Adams in mm. the One Piece style or some Something. shit. And she's also got, I think we've got our real villain here. Maybe. But yeah, yeah so let's, let's first but, start with the news. So that's the last piece of news. Is the fact that One Piece, mm -hmm. at the time that you see this episode, Fear Alliance, is on hiatus because... For a fucking month! For a month because One Piece, as we all surmised, is entering its final... The word is controversial. Saga. Saga. We say saga. It's controversial because people have to get angry. So this is what One Piece fans are arguing about right now, which I say, mm -hmm. be happy that you're One Piece fans. You literally have the best fucking content. So who gives a fuck? Oda has never given anyone a straight answer unless it was in the fan Q&A. Mm. So it is simultaneously the last chapter, the last arc, the last saga. One Piece will end in one chapter when it comes back in one month. If it does, be happy. Mm. <laughs> it obviously is not, so stop freaking the fuck out. <laughs> Relax! You're not Dragon Ball fans. But... but <gasps> brothers, brothers, I understand. Nakama! Nakama! Some. You call them Thank Nakama! You. I am no 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 you two are my Nakama. These guys are brothers. One mm, piece mm. brother to Like crewmates, you know, let's crewmates. let's yes, yes. let us not <laughs> like misuse the word Nakama. That's that's like more important. You're very but, exclusive with it. Yeah. I, I am well, very no, exclusive like, to the word To be super fair, I am the crunchiest weeb here, so I am <laughs> always down to be a fucking snob about Japanese translation. So I'll I'll fall on that sword for sure. So in, in the newest chapter of One Piece, 1053, is that right? 1053. Yep, 1053, 1053, baby. We finally get the reveal of the four 
warlords of the sea. No, 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 Zoro fans are fucking crying. Oh god, I, I, I you're right. Oh yeah, this is I, I've always wanted to bring up the podcast. Zoro fans, I love you. You do the Lord's work. You are the most delusional fans in all of anime, and you are harmless. You are wonderful. You are beautiful and lovely people. I love you. These people want Zoro to do so many things he will never fucking do just and never achieve. Dude, just don't put them in front of Sanji fans. Yeah, obviously, because then the Sanji fans will go fucking nuts. But Zoro fans, they want every week there are spoilers. I always peek through the spoilers and I say, "Oh, Zoro's gonna do this," and I'm like, "You've been doing this like I'm only I've only been a One Piece fan for a year now. You've been doing this for 25 years and you're still doing this." I feel like I remember what I was. You're doing the Lord's work. The, to be that unabashedly, that unapologetically like supportive of your stand. In a, in a non-toxic way, because I don't see toxicity unless they're fighting with Sanji fans, which yeah. I agree. Because the Sanji fans bring it; they bring no. the toxicity. No, <laughs> I say that as a Sanji fan. I say <laughs> that as a Sanji fan. I just want to say, by the but way, but the Zoro um, fans are fucking delusional, and it's fucking hilarious and lovely, and I love it. I hope I can't more so than the actual things that happen in the manga. I can't wait to see what shit that Zoro fans make up every week about what Zoro's going to actually not do. You mean like the King of Hell <laughs> shit and stuff? Yeah, the King of Hell. And and Wano's lost son. <laughs> um, and he's gonna be the one to kill Kaido. Yeah, but oh, I, I just want to point out, by the way, Jinbei already fucking good boy. Holy shit, I love him. Jinbei is having a nice little snack. Jinbei is like alone in the castle. There is a big fucking feast laid out for the Shogun and all of his friends. And, and they're like, please enjoy. None of them could be bothered to wait that long, except for Jean Bay. He is just having a nice, relaxing time. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. He's the wise food. sage of the group. I love I him. I love him. I cannot He's wait. He's finally showing his niche in the group, but I love this. I legitimately cannot wait for more Jean Bay content. <laughs> Yeah, they call him the helmsman, but to me, he's 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 the diplomat of the group. Yeah. He's got the big, he's got the biggest brass balls. You need that to, in your diplomat, and I like him. I'm annoyed. I, 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 by the way, by the way, I'm annoyed. I really wanted, I want a definitive answer about Yamato. We did not get that this chapter. Oh, but I, I get is it. he really gonna be on the crew? Well, I'll be honest. I feel, I, I don't want it to be. But there might be death flags for Yamato. May there might I know honestly, I wouldn't I would not shoot that idea down. Yeah. Because um a certain actually we, we we shouldn't jump too far ahead. We also get the reveal, like there's a lot of partying and everything, and that's great because I fucking love the heroes getting their just desserts, like you know, for being fucking good boys, saving a country, hell yeah. But Robin yes. is down in a basement, in the castle basement of uh Wano. Yes, people thought she got kidnapped, but no, yeah, she's no, just reading no. the polyglyphs as good. she should be doing. Just yeah, and she is approached by the Tengu, and and it turns out the Tengu is actually the father of yes. Kozuki Odin. I and suspected. I I forgot about him. I'm he was be, yeah because he, he was because he was revealed because he was he was very early in the series. I'm like this guy's important. I guess I didn't forget. This about guy about knows him. the old world. He's part of this. Yeah. He was he was hanging with um the little laughing girl. I don't uh, I yes. forget her name. I want to say Hiori. Not no. the laughing girl. The girl who pulled the um the. No, Mochi girl was in the war. Laughing girl was the one who was with the um 
the, See, the hang with both of them, yeah. No, no, no. Life, Mochi Girl was in the fight because she was feeding all the fucking... Uh, yeah, but I'm, saying, but I'm talking about the very beginning he was Oh, Mochi yes, Girl. yes. In the very beginning, yes. And that's I the reason why saying... I, I always suspected he was important. The fact that we haven't seen this guy returning. I'm like, he's there for a reveal. He, he was at the firework festival. He was the one that yep. inspired the little girl to write, you know, rest in peace, dad, instead of I want to see you again. Yep. Yeah, which was, in my opinion, low-key, super fucking touching. I actually yes. really like that little girl and, like, the whole story of her father and everything. It's all great. No, it's all great. It's it is. Great. Also, we get a fucking talk about Pluton. Yes, it, they reveal that Pluton is on is Mono. At, yeah, and, and that all the way back in Alabaster, when Robin read the fucking Poneglyph in front of Crocodile and lied to him, that's why she got murked by him, uh, yeah. It was directing them to Wano. Yes. Which is crazy. Um, and it also turns out he, he is very much pissed off at himself for, like, allowing shit to happen, basically. Because he allowed um, Orochi to come to power, essentially. He did. Yeah, and which is why he has basically decided to live his life as a hermit alone. And he's not even going to tell Momonosuke who he is in penance. Yep. Yeah. So another reveal, the plant guy reveals himself. Yes, I've been waiting for this guy since Reverie. I've been super excited about it. And holy shit, he did not disappoint with entrance. Yeah, this man is a weed. He fucking sucks the life out of things. He does. He literally, and he is, man has a fucking body count already. These people. Yep, he's going at it. These people, so fucking dead. Literally stabs King in the heart. Queen dead and and he's just fucking everyone up also i'm really curious what japanese actor oda based him on right you wonder right mm. um yeah so keep going through this so they have their big party and that's where we get the big reveal so we have the biggest bounties with luffy traffy and kid we don't know zoro or the rest of the group it's not going to be as mm -hmm. high but we now have our new four emperors and it doesn't fucking disappoint no. starting with shanks as we fucking knew we have blackbeard Obviously. and as we surmised luffy is now the third emperor but who's number four val is it kid is it law is it zoro Killer? oh i bet it's zoro oh, man of course we're pausing for dramatic effect. It's Buggy the Clown. <laughs> it's Buggy the fucking Clown! <laughs> Buggy's gonna become King of the Pirates! I swear to fucking Christ! Buggy D Clown, people! Buggy D Clown! Oh, I Christ. swear to God, Buggy is going to find the One Piece before Luffy does. Luffy is going to let Buggy keep the treasure at One Piece. This is shaking me right now because I'm not far enough for this to make sense, but I will say I'm not mad about it. Like, Because you know no. Buggy. I like Buggy, you but you, you're, you're, so Stina is up through Thriller Bark right now. Yeah. And so she, so we're, so Stina is on like the cusp of the rise of Buggy. I'm crying about whales again. That's where <laughs> I'm at in Thriller Bark. We've got a great step. So we're going on break knowing our fucking new four emperors and we have a mother fucking Navy Admiral on his fucking way to fuck shit up. Probably gonna unfucking Earth Pluton. I'm actually uh, really excited about this guy. Also, I was surprised he is very much an Akainu fan, and that is fucking bad news. 
he stands a kainu. That's the magma guy, right? Yes. Oh and yeah, that's what he, oh he's a little he's a little little errand boy. He's like ooh. I pretty hope, much. I hope he I hope he pats me on the head. Man, literally is like I want head pats from Daddy Akainu. Yeah, remember we were trying yeah. to figure out what this guy's sense of justice was. Well, it ain't fucking good now. No, he. It can't be good if he wants that guy's approval. No, <laughs> he he's all about that fucking absolute justice. It, it's, oh it's interesting. boy. I'm, I'm I've been looking forward to this guy. For so goddamn long. Lots of people have been looking for, and he's so far he disappointed. Yeah. Just, also, I, I feel I feel the stakes. Yeah. Also, I fucking love the last page. He is walking through a meadow of leaving a meadow of flowers. Yeah, he behind leaves flowers him. behind. I love. I oh my god, I love this. It's so like much. Okami. It's like I just like these walking a trail of flowers Okami? behind him. This man is sick did as either fuck. Of you? Uh, yes. Long, yeah, long it, ago, when I was a young, young it's lass. It's so good. I love that game when you run fast enough and you leave behind this beautiful trail of flowers wherever that you run. That whole game is just so beautifully animated, nice. honestly. It was, it was. But the dude is going, well, we Marines aren't in such a good mood, especially since the rest of the world is a real mess now. And right in the corner, and I believe this, I really believe this, the times are changing. I want, I think One Piece, after this month, like, have a little build up and everything because it'll be like getting back up obviously in like a month or so we got to build up things i think things are actually going to really change in this manga yeah i they're these fuckers are going to roar we are in the fucking end game motherfucker yeah we are it's these motherfuckers are getting ready for war the newspaper man said fuck this propaganda <laughs> i'm gonna show the picture of nika form luffy i'm gonna show the bounties i'm gonna put the d in his name mm -hmm. monkey the luffy his real name, <laughs> Jeffrey Gaines. Oh, also, it seems though Kid is gonna be on the offensive because he's basically confirmed now. I mean, it, it plays off in a very comedic way. He's out for blood yeah. on Luffy. Oh, I and mean, he always had. He's never respected Luffy. No, no, he's never respected Luffy. But now that Luffy's like an emperor, he's just like, no, I want six billion. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, now if I kill you, I get double. I'm gonna say it. Kid is kind of a fucking joke. Like, yeah, oh, he's treated like a joke. Yeah, he really, like, he's got power and everything. Like, the railgun shit he pulled on Big Mom was actually cool as hell. Yeah, oh, no, no, Kid is sick, but that being said, he is treated like a joke. Yeah, he, he really as is. As is Traffy now. Traffy's like the fucking Sundere now. He's like, don't give me orders, Luffy, but tell me what to honestly, do. Honestly, honestly, after Wano, I think we can all agree. We see now you ain't got there yet, but Ivan, can we both agree? <laughs> Let Law just fucking... Wait in the fucking rings for a while. Let him go off and do his own thing for a bit. Uh, he has been going with us since goddamn Punk Hazard. And I am really tired of him because the man's power is just inconsistent as fuck. Well, remember, yeah, yes, I do agree. But remember, this has been a saga. We are, we are witnessing the end of a saga. Yeah, this is the end of a saga. They, they, yeah, made, a, they made an alliance to take down Kaido. And that alliance and is now this. over. Yeah. Where is Traffy right now? Because is Traffy going to team up with Kid and turn on Luffy? Because now the now the agreement is been fulfilled. Hmm. He does not now. Now it's back to Cutthroat. Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm I'm actually, I'm I'm really looking forward to this man. I, I, I Oda deserves this month long break. He does. I, I'm I'm happy for. I think it's the perfect time to take a break. I think it's the perfect time. It I'm is. ready for it. But I want to mention, Val, that you were wondering who that new Navy Admiral was based off of. Oh, yeah. 
we have a name. One sec, I just lost it, and I'm getting it back. <laughs> okay, he is after Harada Yoshio. This is a actor Harada. and a musician. Okay. Harada And he looks Yoshio. sick as hell. Look at those shades. Fuck. Yep. Ah, oh, he does. He totally does. <laughs> the guy's punk he does. as fuck. He has mess. He has massive chat energy. It's a shame he's a fucking Aaron boy in the manga. Right? Kind of a no, actually, honor, but whatever. I, I, I kind of like it, though. I mean, he's just listening to his fucking boss and wants his boss... To, he, he's probably gunning for fucking promotions and shit. Probably is. I mean, aren't they all? He, like... Well, I mean, it makes sense, because who do we have right now in the seat of Admiral? So Aokiji's gone. Akainu's fleet Admiral, so he doesn't count anymore. We've got, um... a Purple Tiger. His name's, um... Sir... Do you remember his name? I don't remember his name, but I know you're talking about the blind guy, right? Yeah, yeah, we've got the blind guy. The guy who literally we've... makes meteor showers. Yeah, Fujitora, who is frankly, like, down with Luffy and shit. He genuinely respects Luffy. Isho. Fujitora Isho. We have our boy Kizaru, one of my personal favorite admirals. I really fucking like Kizaru and, or, and always have. And he's not a ladder climber. Um... We in the admirals, we've always got to have a guy who's about absolute justice, a guy who's about you know taking it easy, like you know not being so like you know heavy-handed with who you punish, and then we've got Kizaru, who's still like you know in the same position because he's not a ladder climber. This new dude is a fucking ladder climber, so you know what? It was needed. I thought he was going to be a party guy the way he was um right introduced semi-introduced back in Reverie. Oh man, Reverie was so long ago. I can't actually wait to see like what happened there. They're gonna talk. I can't about wait it. to see because I'm like I've been like writing. You know, I've been writing some like reviews of One Piece, and Reverie mm -hmm. is still a bit of enigma to me. Like we we're not we've still yet to really see it fully actualized, like what it meant, like that payoff for it. And I feel like we're, I, I feel you. like we're on the edge of that. Finally, we're finally seeing what this meant, what this was about. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. I was really excited for Reverie because I remember even back in four kids days watching like filler or something. I think it was filler. Maybe not. But like Vivi going to Reverie and meeting Wapple and everything. Like th that was really cool. Even I was like, this is where she met Wapple. Holy fucking shit. And we get to see all the kingdoms and get a lot more like, you know, ideas about the world and everything. Um, and we got that great bit with like, you know, Poseidon about to fucking wreck Fishman and human relationships for good fucking reason. They are trying to enslave his fucking daughter. Um, and then obviously, uh, global. What 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 are they called? The um, the resistance. What Sabo's part of? The Revolutionary Army. Yeah, Revolutionary Army. I was about to say like the global resistance for some reason. Honestly, I am just dying in this booth. Let's wrap this up. Soon. I, was gonna I, say, I want. Wait to yeah, see I was a Stina. Tell, tell us your feelings on One Piece so far. You're up through Thriller Bark. Yes, please. Oh, I want to know. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so Thriller Bark is definitely just the goofiest arc to date, for sure, hands mm. down. But I love it. Um, and uh, we just got through the part last night where we got smacked in the face um, by Brooke. Uh, I wasn't expecting 
any of that. Like the part where he's just like, my friend won't recognize me without my Afro. And then they dropped the bomb about Laboon. <laughs> and I just lost my shit. There was a whole recap episode. I had to process that. So that's very nice. <laughs> I went to a um, shower and I come back and she was fucking crying, sobbing. Crying into a pillow. Uh, like you should cry over after a recap babe, episode. What happened? The whales. <laughs> The whales! <laughs> the whale, yes. I just, I got very, very emotional, but I'm just like, every time they introduce a new character, I'm like, oh fuck, this might be my favorite character. Which is a lie, of course, Usab is my all-time favorite, especially mm. after that last episode we watched last Where, night. He's like, the, the, I have a negative personality! You the can't negativity ghost. Yeah. I can't touch him. I'm like, yes, you do, Usab never changed. See, that was Usopp's fucking, that, that was... I, I was saying how like uh, Endeavor had his United States of Smash moment. Again, when I talk about characters who just have more specific characterizations mm -hmm. than protagonists, Usopp. Absolutely. Usopp is more interesting than Midoriya, and Usopp's not even the main character of his own fucking series. Sorry, I just want to say, Prominence Burst was definitely uh, Endeavor's actual United States of Smash moment. He literally even copied All Might with the hand thing, but not exactly. Because he did the other but, hand. But, um... Usopp's battle with Perona is Luffy's battle with Enaru. Yes. Too. Oh yeah, because she does the face. She does the face. Yeah. Yeah, it literally is. She 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 cannot like comprehend it because he is. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's the rock it's there. the rock to her scissors. I just love yeah, that part it's where great. she's cheering him on. Yeah, like she's trying <laughs> to cheer like, him so she can, <laughs> so she can make him susceptible. It's fucking great. Uh, yeah, Perona is perfect in every way. I love her. I that fucking she's my laugh favorite is antagonist. Well, okay, here's the thing though. Everyone in this arc has the worst and most annoying laugh in the world. We haven't met someone with a normal laugh in over 200 episodes, Val. Like, I saw the tweet. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. It it's great. It's one piece. Like, that is how I would explain it if you're wondering what the overall tone of the show is. But. We should have a game where we, like, flash characters with, um, like, unique laughs and be like, okay, can you remember what laugh this is? Tier list for had? One Piece laughs. <laughs> Bro, we should. That would be awesome. Holy shit. I'm, I'm quite partial to Gecko Moria's. <laughs> Yeah, I like I, the one I, that one always stood out the most. Who, for some reason, I can't remember his name now, even though I watched him die fifty times. Fucking Robin's boy. <laughs> Robin's boy. Yeah, the guy that Robin's fucking boy. Robin's guy that died. How are, did you guys? Oh, remember this? Dan or she 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 yes. she. Yes. Dan or she 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 oh. she. I forget his name. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Jaguar D Soul. Jaguar D Soul. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, if exactly. Said giant, if you said giant, I would have yeah, remembered. Yeah, yeah. You're like his boy. I think I'm like sorry, smaller. I couldn't remember anything. I'm like, I was I'm just like so Robin excited. had a kid? Yeah, Robin had a baby. <laughs> it was me. She's mommy as fuck. That's true. <laughs> true. Oh, my goodness. Oh, we, But yes, so well, basically, well, long story short, like, Ivan always says One Piece is the greatest story ever told, and I don't think I would have... But it's Any still amendments garbage. to that statement. But it's still garbage, remember, audience. I still stand by that. Oh, shut the fuck up. One Piece is exempt. It's the exception that proves the rule. Um, so right now, Cena, you're up through Thriller Bark, so mm -hmm. rank the arcs right now. We'll call 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 East Blue its own saga. Oh, Go me. East Blue. Okay. Um Hang on, I gotta Alaba see this East shit. Blue, Alabasta. So through Alabasta. Water seven. Ignoring? Hang on, I'm 
just gonna pull this. I'm just gonna say east blue. Just combine east blue. Make your life easier. Oh, okay. East blue. Yeah, east blue is one. Okay, yeah, but I also have strong feelings about Syrup Village, but we won't get into east that right blue, now. Okay, east blue. Okay, east blue. Okay, we'll, we're talking Saga. Well, the train is entering the station right now, so you gotta be fucking. Okay, quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. So east blue. So I'm skipping that and skipping Alabasta. You said right. Yeah. So we're skipping forward to the Sky Island Saga onward, is what you're saying. No, I'm saying I'm saying you combine east blue oh, I combine and them? rank it. Oh, okay. Yeah, east blue. For like, uh... So I'm gonna say East Blue is toward the top for me just because I feel like this story has a very, very strong start. Um, mm -hmm. And keeping in mind that I haven't seen every arc yet. Uh, honestly, Alabasta is one of my least favorites. I didn't like it very much. Uh, that's oh, actually surprising. where I took a long break. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really enjoy it. Now, mind you, now, mind you, what Cena means, she's, yes. she's talking about Alabasta as a saga. Yes. So she's talking about Reverse Mountain, Whiskey Peak, Wait a minute, I know about this. You watched the fucking movie. No, no. she watched it. She watched both. She we watched did, both. Yeah, we did watch she the movie, loves, but I watched okay. the anime actual, too. actual Alabasta, she loves. Yeah, that specific arc is great. But, but the saga, mm -hmm. I agree. The saga drags. The pacing just isn't great. It's all over the place. Yeah, and it's like, it feels oh, with, like with he was filler? trying to figure Absolutely. out what he was yes. doing, too. Well, uh, we skipped If, you, if you're watching filler. anime with all... Oh, okay. The yeah, yeah, yeah. one pace. The greatest yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Skypea, solid. I... Might be controversial, but I still don't think it's my favorite of everything I've watched yeah, yeah, so far. You you have a better take That's than most one. It fans. takes off. It takes off at the end for sure. And I will say, because I'm a fucking piece of trash and a traitor to women everywhere, I love Enaru for the Eminem parallel, and I'm working on a cover mm. of Rap God. Um, that's One Piece themed. That's another thing. Okay, but here's the thing about Skypea. Most people say skip Skypea. Skip it all together? Yeah. Oh no, fuck you. You're yeah. wrong. They, 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 no, consider, they, they consider it filler and I say you're so fucking wrong. And they, there's what, so much so shit we, that happens in Skypea that they come back to later. Like what? You haven't even mm -hmm. seen it. You haven't even seen it. In Wano, this arc that me and Val are talking about uh -huh. right now, this is where Skypea really comes back. Well, yeah. So if you skip it, you miss a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um... As far as Water 7, we skipped Long Ring, um, but I think the Water 7 arc was pretty good. Pretty if you solid. want a good laugh, go back to, honestly, watch Long Ring if you want a good fucking laugh. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll do that eventually. But Eni's Lobby is the best uh, so far. So far, the best arc that I have actually seen. Um, mm. Emotionally strong core, and like start to finish, it's consistent. You know what I mean? Um, I will say, Gets a little repetitive. With I think any's how lobby. many times I have to watch this guy die. The yeah, but that's the anime. That's the anime. Yeah, I get. I got mm. tired of that. So in the anime, that was a little bit of a slog. And it was but... like now watching this a second time. Yes, they really go back to fucking Jaguar. A that lot. that fucking line where they say no one's born to be in, like no one's born to be in this world alone. I'm like that made me really emotional the first three Very times powerful. I heard it. But then it just loses its impact every time you repeat it. After the 20th, returns. no exaggeration. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, there's Post-Anese Lobby, which I feel like isn't super distinguished. We skipped a lot of that because there's a lot of filler there. There's a, in the anime, there's filler. Um, well, we get Kobe. Stoked we get Kobe to fuck. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we love watched, Kobe. We watched God bless. And stoked to fuck about how they get Frankie on board. Obviously. Um, Cock and ball torture, man. That's how we got Val on the yeah. joyride. And I, of course, cried very hard when Usa came back because that's my boy, uh, and I was so proud mm. of him. And then Thriller Bark, which I think would be in the upper end. So I think if I had to rate my top three, it would probably be... I'd go Water 7, 
And then if we're taking the East Blue Saga all together, that would be second. Or no, not Water 7. Uh, fucking Eni's Lobby. Eni's Lobby number one. Uh, East Blue Saga number two, if you consider it as a whole arc. And then Thriller Bark. Uh, so far, we're not quite done with it. We have a couple episodes left. But yeah, overall, that's where I'm at with One Piece. And I'm fucking delighted. I never thought <laughs> I'd get to this anime. I was like, I've missed the boat. There's a thousand episodes. I'm not fucking with it. Um, but no, that's actually not the case. Uh, we're on episode 358 eight now i think we're pretty far we're cruising we got Damn. like we got like 50 episodes knocked out this week i'm on like i'm, I'm like on 192 right now re oh rewatching. yeah yeah nice like i'll go back I, to I long ring after put, i get I caught up i would admittedly put uh thriller bark lower on my tier list. Now here's the thing val but also that's you've how, seen the whole thing yeah but, but, but val that's how i feel until rewatching thriller bark I'm like fuck. With one pace? This is still funnier. This is still fucking funny. Oh no, I'm sure funny. it is. I, I'm, 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 I'm actually ranking through a bark higher than I initially did on my first watch through. Well, I mean, I would have ranked Skypea a bit lower, that because when I was a kid, like I would mm. say to anyone, skip Skypea. But I do remember, and I'm I feeling Skypea it a bit so now. Much. At the very end, with Luffy falling off that fucking beanstalk over and over again, I was like. Please just get on that fucking boat. Right. I was just very ready to move to the next thing after Skypea because it's so long. It's, it is yeah. a long arc. I, I but it's good. That, I will give that that. Skypea is a really long yeah. fucking arc. Every time bad. Wiper like, does solid. something. Ev every time Wiper does something, I'm like refreshed. Like when he knocks Every down time giant they say his name, Jack. I giggle. Supporting <laughs> characters who are more interesting than Deku, who's the main character of his own series. Wiper! Imagine your parents Fucking naming no you Wiper. Wiper. Fuck those guys. Man. Wiper no wiping, but he It's wipes. with a Y. He wipes more than once. It's with a Y, but you don't hear the Y when they say it out loud. Like. True. Okay, but yeah, the train uh. is entering the station, y'all. Yep, I'm glad yep. because I'm fucking boiling. We are boiling in here, all right? It's hot in the freaking train today. Yes. But it is because it's because we were here double. We did double time the train to make up for the week we took off. Stina, Ivan, drag me to the cart. My fucking sweat will act like a... It'll be, it'll be like a penguin. Like a loop. Like we just slide, we just slide you out of the station. There. Yeah, do it. Grab, Let's do get it. Get my arms and legs. One, three, two, two three, go. Oh. Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey with YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest-tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Austin, Gooner Bear, and Fluffy Giggles McCool Kid. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast, and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.